I don't know what happened, but I know that there's a lot of stress that goes into being at the combine. You've gone through it. Yes. It, I mean, being poked it, and prodded. The lack of sleep you get and what they try to do to move you around all the time, if you have a loose switch or a loose fuse, it can't go off. It's the future. Down and distance. On WGNRadio.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Down and Distance. Jared Payton alongside my man, Sean Davis, SD2 Mike's on Twitter. I'm at Paytonson, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N. Man, Dizzle, the, the opportunity for, for both of us, and I know your daughter's a little bit older now. I got the two little ones, and I'm running around. I know you're still running around, but I think you, your enjoyment to sit down and watch football and you've been through what I'm going through right now you've been there we're like you got a little one running around you got to watch out where she's going so I was getting bits and pieces of the combine this weekend she but ran some 40s this week my, too, my right? listen my daughter ran some 40s I was catching up with her my son wanted to go to the batting cages uh, but I was getting updates from you through my phone and also just seeing everything that was coming up through Twitter and there's a lot of mover and shakers after this weekend of guys that have raised their draft stock, other guys that have, you know, kind of maybe fallen down the ladder just a little bit. And then I think some guys that really truly maybe not have been uh, A-listers when they came into Indianapolis, but have left out and made themselves some money. And it's a great thing. I'm excited. And I think that's what you got to love about the combine. Even though people say, Oh, they're just wearing shorts and t-shirts. Well, you get to kind of see the the raw speed, the agility, and, and if you really break it down and watch a lot of the drills, you get a chance to kind of see guys for who they are. Um, it would not with the pads on. I think if you watch film, you know who they are when they're playing with their pads on. But you want to see them be able to run the forty. And I think for for a guy that's been a part of this process, Sean, you understand that it's. They really want to see the preparation, how you prepared for that moment. It's it's for most guys the the biggest job interview that they'll ever have. You got to do it in the scrutiny of people sitting up there with stopwatches, timing you, poking at you, looking at all your injuries. Yeah. It, it's a lot, but let's let's kind of start with. I think the name that I think that dominated the the combine, and I think most people thought he was going to dominate as well. I want to get your thoughts on Miles Garrett and what you thought coming into the combine and then after seeing what he did with all of his times and, and everything else. What else can you say? Extremely athletic. Checked all the boxes. A step below Von Miller, a step below Jadavian Clowney when it comes to athleticism. But his ability to curve the corner, and we talk about that, that means coming off the corner, get good off, and then can curve around the tackle and get low. Mm -hmm. Literally bending down, hand on the ground, get the edge, and then accelerate to the quarterback. Takes a special athlete to be able to do that. I got Everybody can't do that. Actually, you have three guys in this draft that can do that. Derek Barnett from Tennessee is also another guy that can get that done. Taco Charlton is more of a power guy, and, you know, so the defensive ends, I give that group defensive line overall. I give them a grade of B plus as mm-hmm. a group. As a group. As a group. I mean that, that's that's pretty good when you look at some of the other groups as well on the offensive side, the tight end position, probably one of the best that we've seen in a long time with a lot of potential. But there's something that jumped out to me about Miles Garrett, 
and there was a, a Twitter post that I saw. It said he's taller than Julio Jones, he's heavier than Gronk, he's quicker than Devontae Freeman, and he's faster than Jarvis Landry. When you look at his times and yeah. everything, his yeah. that that's a massive man being able to wreak havoc. And I said this this morning to my guy, Rick, who I sit and have breakfast with every single morning at Panera. I hope that, that he is that next monster. So kids growing up have a chance to watch him like growing up for, for us and coming up. You remember when, when Lawrence Taylor came out, it was like this, we saw something that we've never never seen seen before. before. And And we saw the flip side with Reggie. Yes, you saw the, the flip power side. guy that just had everything. He could beat you with speed, power. So now I'm hoping we're hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah, because remember all the hype with with Clowney and and listen, he is he he what, finally started to he's, realize he's, some of that promise this year. Come, it's all which coming was around. Huge with JJ Watt being out. Yeah, I think he huge had for he, that defense. he had a chance to really find himself as as a player and put it on his back. Without having JJ there and saying, "Listen, this is my time to shine," he started to shine. That's why it's you got to give guys a, enough time to develop, and it's a part of the process. It, sometimes it just doesn't happen where you have injuries that creep in or things just aren't clicking. I'm hoping that Miles Garrett has a chance to really flip this switch and show Do these you young take kids. Take him at one though. Who the Browns? Yeah. If I was the Browns, he's the. I think he. He's. I think you might have to. Where else do you go? Well, they have a chance. What do they have? The first pick and the 12th pick? Yes. They can go ahead and copy what the Raiders did. Okay. And you get your quarterback and Khalil Mack and your car. That's what they did. It pretty much changed the fortunes of that franchise that was in the doldrums for a long time. They get the quarterback and the defensive end. So what are you saying? They have a chance in this draft to get a defensive end and a quarterback to change the fortunes. Who do you think would move up to go get him? No, I'm telling them to take Miles Garrett at one. Oh, okay. And then go ahead and get a quarterback at 12. I mean, you can. And I I, want to go to the quarterback position because I was watching your Twitter account, and a lot of people, as as much as everybody kind of knocked off this this quarterback class – but there's no quarterbacks this this year. There were some that I saw that I, I could see why teams want to maybe make an investment in. I, I because of when you look at them, I, I get it. I, I'm not going to sit here and say because my first instinct was this: there's no quarterbacks in this draft. There now I see and I understand that there are some quarterbacks that I think teams are are going to take a take a take a hit on. And that's the and listen, the Bears are in that conversation. The Bears have to figure it out. Mahomes, I think they like him. I think the Bears like him. Second round, you get a quarterback. It's not the first round. But I'm more intrigued to see after everything that came out, I I just – Jonathan Allen, I want to know where the Bears are headed with that third pick now. Are they they still in? Because that's been the consensus of most mock drafts you see is – him at number three, and with the talking about the the arthritis in both of those shoulders moving forward, that's only going to get worse. Are the and Bears they've, are the, and they've gone through that with other players it, recently. I don't think you could. So I, do they want to deal with I, that? I don't with think the high can. draft pick. You can't do it. You can't. There's do there's, it. there's no way that Ryan Pace. There's there's no way at you, a position that they pretty much have 
Eddie Goldman, Hicks, some other young guys that they drafted last year that are developing. Yeah. So they're pretty comfortable at the defensive tackle. It's not a need. It's not a need. It's not a need. What about Adams from LSU? If you like Jamal Adams, that's fine. I think he ran a four five six today for his 40. He's very athletic. I didn't think he would run faster than that anyway, I don't think. When you look at this, they talked about Malik Hooker, who has to have some type of surgery on his hip, won't be available to even work out before the draft, so teams have to go ahead and draft him sight unseen, which is you're talking about taking a chance. It's a big chance. That's a big chance. Even in the top 15, that's a big chance. It's a huge chance. Huge chance, but he is the best free safety. Earl Thomas-like. I wouldn't put him on Ed Reed's level. Not quite yet. Has a lot to prove. But he's definitely on the Earl Thomas level as far as free safety, range, making plays. You you go watch his tape, the interceptions that he made, one-handed, two-handed, and not only doing that, getting into the end zone after he made the interception. They looked terrible against Clemson in the national semifinals, but he stood out. He flashed when the rest of that team looked horrible. He and Raekwon McMillan, both flashed in that game, and you can see why both of those guys would go top 15 in this draft. So would you, if, if you were the Bears, would you figure out a way to maybe go safety with that first pick and then address the other side of that and really solidify the back end of your defense through free agency? Well, tomorrow starts the buzz. You can officially negotiate for free agency. The only person you have at safety that's really out there, Eric Berry signed. Eric Berry signed. Long term. Congratulations to him, especially after everything he's going through. I've seen uh, Tony Jefferson. I, I see his name. You could probably we were talking uh, about this. Stefan Gilmore is the person at cornerback that has been rumored to to be liked by the Bears staff. And you need that's another position. That, listen, that's another position in need that you're not a you, you might still I don't know how Brian Pace is going to go about doing this, but if you can, depending on what you want to do, you have the money to spend. Look, why not? Why I'm, not spend it I'm on? I'm fine going into camp with Stephon Gilmore and Tracy Porter as my cornerbacks. It, what you're you're way better. You're much better. You're much better. And if you go out and get you go and if you either you you get a safety, and then you you maybe go out and get you were talking about Jefferson. Now your back end is. Almost better. If you told me you were giving me Adams or yeah. you're giving me Hooker or you and you were giving me another guy like Jefferson in the back, now the back end of your defense is stronger. The safety position, the question you have to ask yourself if you're Ryan Pace, you're looking at Jamal Adams and you're saying, I can get him at three. I probably can get him a little bit lower, probably maybe so. five or six, if somebody can give me an extra first-round pick to move up. But with that being said, the value and the depth of the safety position in this year's draft leads you to believe that I don't have to go out and get Jamal Adams at three. I can drop down or wait to the second round and get similar value or better value for where I'm picking when you're talking about playmakers. So what would you do? You know, that's why I'm glad I don't want to have this pick. There's, there's a, there's a lot of options of seeing the two teams before you and what they decide to do to what you need to do at three to get a playmaker and a guy that when I tweeted, I said a guy that is going to be, a rock. I said ten years, but I'll give I'll give you eight years. A guy that's around for eight years that is going to be a playmaker, barring that that person can stay healthy. We have a I got Jeremy Anderson out here on the live. Tw- he said Jamal Adams is a reach at three. 
I'm not saying he's not a reach at three. Look, I've I seen don't care. I've seen I've seen mock drafts. I don't know. Listen, I don't know if you can go about. You and I talked about it. We talked about his ability to be able to what he's going to add to your defense as leadership role. And we looked at that Bears defense. You tell me if you know who the leaders are on that defense. Because we're looking at a team that doesn't really have a – That's the one thing we hear about Jamal Adams constantly. He, he's, he, he comes into the huddle and immediately takes over. Takes over. And it might be a reach at three. I get it, but where else are you going to go? Is it really a reach? Though? I don't know. You, some people are talking about taking uh, – that I keep seeing – I mean, we're taking one of these quarterbacks at three is a reach. Is a reach. Not a, not a position of need that you haven't had for a long period of time. And not to a me, reach not to a reach. say that their promise can't be fulfilled in the NFL. They'll decide that. Oh, yes. They'll decide that. But taking them at three, you can get them in the teens, in my estimation. I, well, you never know who's before you. Unless, if, look, if Cleveland wants to, Bears fans, if, we should all pray for Cleveland <laughs> to do the dumb-dumb. <laughs> Right? Yes. We want Cleveland to fall in love with two Ohio quarterbacks, either Mitchell Trubisky or Kaiser. Both from Ohio. Fall in love with one of those guys and take them first overall. And somehow, some way, <laughs> let Miles Garrett slip the three. You call him by his government. You call him by Mitchell, his government. I'm sorry. His government name? Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. Speaking of quarterbacks, please, please, please talk about. Please talk about your guy from Notre Dame. Because everybody, man, Deshaun Kaiser. You saw what I've been saying about this kid all year. Leadership issues in the locker room. Right? Yes. This will be the excuse people will give. Brian Kelly put him in a difficult situation with the quarterback, you know, switcheroo, roulette, whatever you want to call it. Right? I'll give you that. Yes, he did. Poor coaching this year. Yes. Locker room issues with leadership, having to fight the leadership that is Malik Zaire, who was huge and a huge figure in that locker room. Yes. But there is something called accountability that you have to take as a young man. Malik Zaire was out a full year. If you couldn't establish yourself as the quarterback and establish your leadership in that locker room while he was out, that says something about you. Thank you. And his lack of leadership also goes to his inability to make big plays in big-time situations and against equal or better competition. Teams that were just as good or better than Notre Dame, you saw his play kind of take a step back. Look at all the good teams they played. Michigan State this year, who was horrible. Go watch that Michigan State tape. Don't tell me about the fourth quarter when he brought them back within a touchdown. How did they get down 36-7? Tell me about those two interceptions in the third quarter. Hey. Tell me about that. When they needed a play, did he make the play? No. When they needed a play against Stanford, did he make the play this year? No. People are talking about him. You see where his name was slotted in some of these mock drafts? He was slotted as the number one quarterback, top five, we saw the inconsistency in his throws, the out route to the left, footwork. which is his weak side. Footwork, he's late. I've been saying oh, he's late with reads. He has to see it open. Every now and then, you showed me, I think the first week of Texas, he made a throw into the end zone 
that you said, look at that anticipation. So you thought maybe he had worked over it over the summer. Yes. But as the season wore on and it got later in the season, you saw the same bad habits creep up. Trying to trust his arm too Trying much? To, come on, his arm strength isn't like uh, that. It's, it's not, okay. But I think that's a problem. It's okay. With, that's it's a above pro- average, but that's, it's not a I think that's, It's not Elway. But I think that's the problem. The, you're, dro- you're, you're, you're resorting back to not doing and going through the process whether just – thinking of it that your arm is stronger than it actually is, and the anticipation is we, being able to throw the ball, we, get it there. Can we stop the quarterback debate? About what? All these experts out here trying to debate. I've heard, I've heard look, so many. Stop. Let me tell you something. What it Look, the best defensive lineman in college football, possibly for the last two years, what did he say at the podium at the combine? He was asked by the media, who was the best player you played against in college? What did he say? Watson? Without a doubt. Deshaun Watson was the best player I've ever faced. Stop. Stop. I don't want to hear Mitchell Trubisky ever again as the top quarterback. I definitely don't want to hear Deshaun Kaiser. What about Brad Kaiser? Promise. Intriguing. Project. If you give him two or three years in the system, he has – I question not, his you're not, leadership you, as well. Are though. you not? Are you not worried about? And I've seen his name. I've heard just being around um, the organization, the Bears. I've heard his name thrown at me from different people. And he's a you guy. And you look at his numbers in college. I can dig him, but but they the Bears already have a developmental guy on. They just they just re up with Connor Shaw. That's true. And they so, loved him before he hurt his leg. So what do you, why why would you 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 were trying to go for the Bears need to go for a guy that they believe is going to be not that big of a project. Exactly. Somebody mm-hmm. midway through the season that you can stick in this game or stick in the huddle but, and they're going to lead your team. There's only one guy that's a true leader at the quarterback. So why we keep that's talking? That's Sean Watson. That's I, it. I, I I mean, that's it. These, the Mahomes kid is very much like Jay Cutler. They, they, but I know they like. I know they like him. I know for a fact. Jay Cutler. They love the fact that he can he can sling it. But what gets me is is what I hate. And and I'm gonna, you tell me what you like. But in this, from high school football to college football now, Sean, we're seeing the run pass option as these quarterbacks really out of the shotgun. They're not under center anymore. And so that's where this is. We're shifting to. We're shifting to these quarterbacks now as the Tom Brady's and the Drew Breeses and everybody else, as they start to move out, I want to see what offenses look like in the next couple of years, the next 15 years. It's going to be different because we're not asking these guys to make reads anymore. We're, no, we are. We're, we're not asking them to scan the field and go by their, each, their progressions. They're reading what a linebacker does, how he reacts to giving the, the run if he jumps to throw the football it's still within the essence I, of decision making. I get it, but it's not. It's still within the essence of decision making. It was the making. conversations, though, that people had about about Cam Newton when Cam Newton came out. Right. They said that because of his offense, he he didn't have to go through the checks that he couldn't make it happen. Cam can come out of the shotgun. He can come underneath center. He can do both if you need him to. I don't see these new quarterbacks coming out being able to progress like he's a like he was but his able. His development to do. has been based upon building the offense around who he is. So you're not about to go four or five wide with Cam Newton and take him through a lot of different reads. No, you don't have to. We're going to run the ball, dominate the front, 
and go heavy play action because his deep ball is spectacular. Yes. But as years keep adding on to his career, his ability to be able to run is going to diminish a little bit. And that development of being able to read defenses is placed upon his shoulders. You 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 can't be now a guy that was was a a tool to be able to run, throw, yeah. whatever. He has that. It just scares me with some of these other quarterbacks like Mahomes. I want to see these guys. It's hard because you watch their game film, and this that's all you see. It's real. It's real quick decisions. They can make the throws. Can they make the throws when you got a guy like Von Miller that's coming off the edge, free in your face? How you like this trio, Charlene? Uh, Woods out there on Facebook Live says, let's go ahead and get Dalvin Cook, Peppers, and Deshaun Watson. How would you like that press conference you, the next day? Are you serious? I would I, I would be super happy because let's go let's go to the running backs real quick. Let's let's jump to the running backs. Were you surprised or was was the, the running back kind of output at the combine just yeah? Because I think a lot of people were thinking Fournette was going to run. 4-4. He didn't pretty close to being 240, still 4-5, a low 4-5 right. is ridiculous. I thought we we knew uh what McCaffrey was going to do. Um Dalvin Cook, the, I think all those guys running backs get an A minus from me. Okay. As far as potential. There's a lot of potential. A lot of potential there. The kid. A lot of arguments about 10 reps from Christian McCaffrey. I who cares? I'm not worried. That's first of all we're not first of all Christian McCaffrey is not going to be carrying the Did ball you see him 30 in the drills. Times. Did you see him in the drills? I saw him in drills. Catching the ball. Yes. Have you seen him return kicks? I seen him. Okay. That's what I need him to do. Okay. He was asked to do a little bit more this past season at Stanford just because they wanted to get the ball in his hands all the time. He's not built for that. That's not going to be what he's going to do in the NFL. No. Just wait wait till a team gets him. I hope it's not the Patriots. Because they would they would they would use him. He'd be perfect. The two players you don't want the Patriots to get their hands on if you're in the NFL. McCaffrey and Peppers. Yeah, man. No. You don't want Belichick to have Peppers. I really like Jabril Peppers. He's a playmaker. I, I it all depends on who Listen, you and I could get the same car. We can both get the same car, but the way that you drive it is going to be different the way than I drive it. I might drive a little slower. You might hit on the gas, try to get where you need to go. That's how it is with a guy like Peppers. I want to see. So you can't just give them to somebody and say, go play, go play this position 70 plays. No, you need somebody that has a creative mind. Creative mind. A creative defensive mind that's going to take him and say, we are going to carve out we are going to carve this out because it's intriguing to me that a guy can go through linebacker drills and then next thing you know today go through DB drills. That just tells me that you your preparation was a lot more than what everybody else was doing because what he was doing getting ready for this and to be able to do that and not just leave after running the 4-4 and be like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm going to be a safety, but coming back and working. They wouldn't let him run the 40 today. I wouldn't want he, to run the he 40. To run I know again. he probably did, but I wouldn't just slow it up. Yeah, yeah. Like John Rock, slow up a little bit. Get some more oxygen back in those muscles. Get buddy. some. Yeah, you you went. He went all the way. Be cool. Yeah, be cool. In some Nikes. He don't need an island. He he going. He'll be able to take a trip to an island <laughs> whenever he wants to. He four two. That's crazy. You know how fast that is, bro. I don't know if I can even get that in my car, dude. I might ease up on the gas a little bit. That dude came off firing. You know who else? The kid from San Diego State, Pumphrey, yeah. the running back. 
He showed me a All little bit. All time leading rusher. I mean, dude, he showed me something. Um, a lot of people were when you look at guys like P. Ryan from uh, Oklahoma, the slow times. If you had to get somebody, all of our listeners out there on Facebook Live, if you had to get somebody to be the perfect complement to Jordan Howard, because you feel like the running game is in good hands I would, right I would, now. I would, I would get a speedy – I need a speedy guy. You need one a speedy these, guy. One of these smaller running backs. I need one of them just because it it, change, it will change up everything. It would change up the kid from uh, – There's a kid from uh, North, North Carolina. North Carolina, T.J. Logan. T.J. Logan. Like him. From against Illinois. Four three seven speed. Definitely. And a big guy running four three seven. Hundred and what hundred and ninety six pounds running a four three seven. That's ridiculous. And that's what you want. You want to complement what Jordan Howard doesn't do. And if you can have that change of pace back, that to me gives you uh, a nice little uh, running Running back backfield hmm. for the Bears. Justin Slavic. I hope I said his name right. Justin, Throughout what up? Jamal Charles. Hmm. Recently released. It's a good one, man. It it injuries, man. Over time, things. You know, it just this or the Bears organization is in a, in a different place. Very different place. So, like, if you were telling me that, like, the, this team was, like, a couple of players away yeah. to be able – I'd be like, yeah, that might be good. But the Bears are trying to build, Sean, so – And in doing that, March 1st, they refused to put that tag on Alshon Jeffrey. Which, yeah. I was down in I was but down in Indy. But then we find out they're meeting with him down – his agent and his representatives down in Indianapolis. They're trying to – they want to – listen, Pace said it. Ryan Pace said we, – we, we thought that he was gone. I did too. After but, the tag was, but you heard it from Pace out of his mouth. He said, "Listen, this is an opportunity to give Alshon the uh, this chance to go see and test the market, yeah. see what the market bears and holds for you, and come back here, come back to us, and then we can sit down and talk and negotiate, try to find some middle ground." Because long-term. I just don't, and I think Pace is very, very smart. Why franchise tag him again? Right. Right. And if 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 you're doing that, giving these guys one year deals, to me after the first time, yeah. it's like the second time is do you really really want them? Them not giving them the tag made me feel like listen, they're gonna they still want him. They're gonna see what's out there, and then they'll. And Ryan Pace might not be ultra aggressive, even though he has big money bags. Yeah, he. I think he's to trying to be out smart. Because the 18 free agent class is much more promising. Yeah. Than this year's. And he said he talked about that. And and listen, God bless Ryan Pace because even though he can't give us certain things as the media sometimes, he gives I, us I get enough. it. He gives us enough. Yeah. And I and I thank him for that. He even said, "I'm sorry, guys. Like, there's a you know, fluid was he's was Hansel, the word. He's Hansel and Gretel." Yeah, like listen, I want to trail for you. I want to let you know, he but I can't give you, you. give you everything. Yeah. And I was very very shocked and I don't know if you were as well and I don't know if this was just PC of Pace, but what were your what was your take when you heard Pace talk about that the door is not closed on Jay Cutler? Cuz people thought we were crazy. I think a week before, two weeks before, but we were saying, listen, it's not a for sure thing that he's gone. He could still be here. He's still under contract. Jay Cutler still could be underneath center for the Chicago he Bears has to next say year. That right? I I think because the one thing they want to do is it, to pick up a draft pick for him. I just what are you going to get? 
So if you just leave it out there like he's done here, then people aren't going. That that's that what hurts I heard. your it's negotiations, and it's, it's absolutely. PC. But do you think he's really thinking that though? Everything's on the table. Because I put out that t- I put out a tweet. Are you asking me if Brian Pace wants Jay Cutler I know, as his quarterback? No, no. If want, no. I don't think he wants him at his quarterback. But I think if if that option is there, like he keep kept saying, it, it's fluid. It's a fluid situation. It leaves it open because what's the, what's the other, the other options? I mean, they well, know. The report came out that Mike Lennon. No, no. May get fourteen to fifteen million for what? I have no clue. Glennon four fourteen million. Fourteen million. I need to get back in the league, dude. Get my arm right. You can play fullback and make a good five six million. I ain't trying to mess up this noggin, bro. <laughs> I ain't trying to do that. If I could get hey hey, if I get up to age back, bro, I do it. If I could be an age back. You know, I don't want to take all that pound. I want to help. I want to help the edge a little bit. Right. Go get a linebacker or a safety coming down. I can handle those a dudes. Evan Ingram action. Dude, he made him some money too. He absolutely did. He made him some money. He absolutely did. Tight ends. Oh. We know you, you've fallen in love with Jordan Leggett. I like him. Since the fall. Yeah, I, just, I like him. And his play in the national championship game he's a, he's a, did he's nothing a, to spoil that for you. No. O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard definitely showed out. Dude, he's a sh- Made he, some money. He's, and and let, can we – Let's let's go there. Evan Ingram, th- that position's changing in front of our eyes yeah. right now. The the tight end position is is changing because it's not as much. And if you think about it, we were talking earlier this morning, Rick and I. We were saying that um, you look at at a guy, and, and I got a, a kudos. And I, what I really really love about the combine is listening to guys, either a former player or current player, watching and commentating on the low of their position like Greg Olson was doing, talking about the tight end, how they got off, because for a guy, that, that to me is cool. But Greg Olson is almost at the front end of the bigger, bigger tight ends that we were accustomed to seeing that are athletic. Now we're seeing the – We used to the, have him, you know. Just saying. Yeah, and Martz, Martz didn't know what to do. He wasn't a blocking uh, Martz, tight end. Martz said, I don't know how to use this guy. I don't, I don't know how to use this guy. Let's just let's ship him out of town. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Could you imagine if we had Greg Olson still on this roster right now? Get out of here. Are you kidding me, dude? This dude is making What about this Kittle, this Kittle kid that's been hurt from Iowa? Oh. Showing his wares. Dude. Did you see my other dude? Shah- uh Shaheen? Okay. From uh uh what I, I forgot. I don't know where is he from. Um Keep forgetting where he's from. One of them small schools, Division Three, Beast, too. I'm shocked you haven't brought up your guy in Joku. Ran a little bit slower than I thought. Yeah, but he. you look at him and you're like, yeah. Long strider. Can jump, can do He's – he's got all the things that you would like, and I think he'll progress yeah. to only get better in, in the league, man. It, it's that The tight end position is changing tight end in position front of our is eyes. definitely an A-minus for me. Okay. Some depth there. In, poten- in potential. Anybody that you that you saw that you thought was going to do well that didn't do well, and like somebody that is there one guy is it, you don't have to have anybody, but there's there's always that guy that everybody's like, oh man, I can't wait to see what he does at the combine, and then the numbers aren't as good as what people expected or what you hoped. No, I'm going to go with other than John Ross, the wide receiver class as a whole. Ooh. 
just wasn't impressed with the times. All right. Uh, bunched up in the four five five area, I thought they were running a little bit faster. I thought I would see a lot more four fours. There's a guy that I watch and film. the linebackers as well. That I was kind of slow. I was just about to go there. Yeah. Um, um, what's his name? I the thought Raekwon from... McMillan from Ohio State would be a little bit faster. The kid from um, the linebacker Vanderbilt, uh, Cunningham. No, oh, Cunningham. Zach Cunningham. Yeah, yeah. I thought he would be a watching him faster. on film. Yeah. He looks fast, and then he ran the four six seven, and I was like, whoa. But it goes back to a tweet. Now, I don't like mentioning these dudes from Wisconsin, all right, that wear, you know, the orange, the yellow and green. I don't mess with those dudes. <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers put out a tweet, and he was like, it's not always about the 40 times. Some guys have game speed. And he he's right. Yeah, He's right. Some guys are instinctive, and when it comes down to game time, it, they, they ratchet it up a notch. So I got to give it there. Um the other thing that surprised me from from Alabama, Ruben Foster, was his, asked to leave. Incident. Was asked to leave to yeah. go home because of his incident that happened and then sent the letter to all the teams letting them know, I don't know what happened, but I know that there's a lot of stress that goes into to being at the combine. You've gone through it. Yes. It, I mean, being it, poked and prodded. In, in the sleep, For two or three days. yeah, the la- the lack of sleep you get, and what they try to do to move you around all the time. If you have a loose switch or a loose fuse, it can't go off. It's just hard for me because you understand what this is, what this means that everybody's watching. I've never been in in a situation before, Sean. I felt like I was really in a fishbowl. People always say, "Man, I feel like I'm in a fishbowl." At this con- every corner that you turn in the hotel, you feel like somebody's watching everything that you do. And they even, are. Even when you're eating eating breakfast, like your choices of what you eat. Yeah. There, there, people are all staring at you. But you have to understand what this moment's all about. This moment's this, 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 you got about making the right move. You got to make the right move, man. Lifetime interview. Lifetime. Lifetime interview. And it's not just a 15-minute, 20-minute interview that you'll see for a Fortune 500 company. Even for those, you might get called back for a second, even a third interview. This right here, three days interview, you're on or in the spotlight for 24 hours. They're watching everything. Um, I was going to give you another name of somebody who I uh, I wrote I wrote down a bunch of names. The kid from Missouri, Charles Harris, the DN. Mm-hmm. I liked his I watched solid. Watch his drills. Solid tape. Yeah, like you just watch guys, if you watch their tape and then you watch how they prepared for this combine. Man, he I have, I have a person that jumped out. Who? Carol Phillips from Illinois. Defensive man ran a 4-6. That's moving. It's moving. It's Moving, you know, you know, he was coached by Hardy Nickerson mm-hmm. and Lovey Smith, if only for a year. He really doesn't have the stats because Whitney Merciless had the stats. You saw his development. You get that guy in the second, third round at value, could turn out to be a pretty good player. Even with Jadavion Clowney on that team, it's safe to say Whitney Mer- Merciless might actually be the best linebacker slash defensive lineman 
on Houston. I like, I love the fact of guys that have that ability to. Another person they passed up for Shea McClellan. I'd just like to point that out. Why you got to bring up Shea McClellan, man? Look, I mean, they needed defensive line help. Shea that Mc... draft was stacked with defensive line help, and they chose Shea McClellan. Different regime. There you go. It's kind of similar to making a trade with OKC and saying we had campaign on our uh, draft list very high. Yeah. And then you watch him play and you say, really? <laughs> really? This is the guy you had high on your draft list, huh? <laughs> okay. Hitting back to the cornerbacks that ran this morning. A, this is my A-plus grade. The defensive back talent in this draft, measurables and on tape, is simply outstanding. Dang. I didn't get a chance this morning, so I didn't get to see the first Everybody group. ran well. Like, literally no one disappointed. There was no one that you expected to run fast that didn't run fast. Now, of course, when you get to the drills, you start to see whether or not the hips are tight, whether or not they're loose. Of course, depending upon the defense that you're running, if you're running a cover two, you want better hips. Man-to-man, something Deion Sanders pointed out this morning that I really never thought about. If you're going to have a press coverage type of shutdown cornerback and he's tall, his hips aren't going to be as good. Yeah. Like we were talking about the kid from uh, UConn. Melifonwu. Yeah, Melifonwu. Dude. I didn't see his 40 time, but he had a 44-inch vertical today. That right there shows me explosion. I'm looking for his time. And if I, I told you I had Buda Baker right behind. I had Jamal Adams. I had Hooker. I had Buda Baker three. I moved Melifonwu up to three after I watched his tape. Buda Baker, who is, he's not even 200 pounds. Yeah, that's good. But he has the versatility to cover the slot, free safety, and he's very physical. Okay. But 192. In the NFL game, 198, whatever he is, it's, I don't, it's, it's tough. It's tough. You can play physical in the Pac-12. But when, it's a soft conference anyway. Especially when they're running at you. Absolutely. You know what you have to do to take on sometimes a pulling guard? Like, dude, that's that, you're asking a lot of a dude that's that small. I, he, I don't think he's run yet, Sean. Solomon Thomas, someone just tweeted out on Facebook Live, not tweet, but just posted it. Michael Noel <laughs> on Facebook Live. He says Solomon Thomas is better. I don't know who he's talking about. He might be talking about a guy from uh, Alabama because he mentioned, you know, having good shoulders. But I wouldn't take Solomon Thomas at three. Nah, I don't think you can, man. It's a uh... – He's a disruptor. I'll say that. He's, he's got, very he's, disruptive he's, he's, from wherever he is, whether it's the end or inside. He's got the at body the feel for it, though, when you yeah. look at him. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's You know who else had a great weekend that didn't have a great year on the field? Who? Malik McDowell, who possibly, if he had come out last year, might have been a first-round pick. He decided to go back, didn't have a great year on the field or similar numbers, wasn't as dominant, but he's so athletic at that size, man. You, you, you saw get my, a big guy at 290. You saw my guy today? Four, six, four, seven. That's pretty good. Hey, you saw my guy today? Corn Elder from the U? You, you said 459, eh, eh. cover two corner. He's not locked down, which goes to the conversation. Is And maybe we can get some of our listeners to call in. Shut down corner. Does it exist in today's NFL? 
you hear the term, you hear fans talk about it, you hear teams talk about it. Does the term shutdown corner exist? Was Revis the last shutdown corner? We'll see in the NFL. I think it's tough we now. We thought Patrick Peterson might be. I but think Patrick Peterson, I we talked about it. I just think it's I think it's too difficult. Uh, when we look at the We just David Peterson said Obi ran a four four. Melifonwu. Fam, that's it. Four We're four? done. Four four? We're headed to Hallis Hall to consult hey. with Ryan Pace. Hey. You don't, Sean, you don't see guys <laughs> like him. Do you see how lengthy he is? We saw and him line like, up over the slot. Everywhere. We saw him line up 15 yards deep, single high. We saw him line up cover two or two deep. We saw him at every position. We saw him get to plays, and he has the best angle and best tackling that we've seen out of all of the safeties. We watched some tape. Why, I watched some tape on Jamal it, Adams. I saw Jamal Adams get dra- drugged. I did well, I by saw a that. couple of Florida running backs. That, but that's the hard part. That's the when hard you, part. When you don't watch, when you don't watch, you're watching film on these guys, but you're only watching highlight films. Yeah, yeah. You got to watch the film. Hey, there's another thing. If you get a chance, Melifonwu, if you want to watch tape, try to find what he was doing at the Senior Bowl. Senior Bowl will find. I can't find all the. I've only found a couple of clips. What, look at look at the reason why his name came up. For a lot of Bears talking about him when they left uh, out of Mobile. So I mean, <laughs> I'm just being honest. You laughing? What somebody posted? Uh, Walter Vincent said he just likes the name Buddha Baker. I do too. Buddha Baker. I mean, you can't go locker room. What would you call him? Buddha. Buddha. B squared. BB. 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 Yeah. Yeah, BB would sound kind of cool. Listen, Sean, I'm trying to. I mean, the Bears have so many needs, man. Do they? Yeah. I feel, Somebody said that, and I, I questioned them. Do I, they really I, I, have I, a lot of needs? Yeah, I think they. I think they do. I think they have a lot of guys at certain positions, and you talked about this. A lot of young guys who they have in position. That yeah, if you want to wait and see if these guys can progress. Okay, let me ahead. ask you a question. Three years ago, or two years ago? Two. If I if I had told you that the Chicago Cubs have a lot of needs, what would you have said? Two years ago. Two years ago, if I said the Chicago Cubs, looking at their record, they have a lot of need. I would have told you, nah, I think you're crazy. Okay, but you were waiting on youth to come. Yeah, but forth, that was though. before. Yeah, two years ago. You mean three years ago? Uh, two years ago, they were. That was right before the season where they actually were good. You didn't know going into that season they were going to win ninety no, games. No, you didn't. Okay, so okay, you know, you were still playing the guessing game. You knew the talent. You you looked, you saw pieces, yeah, but the, the but you didn't bro, know, bro, bro. See, you're because it's a little. Only reason no, why it's a little I'm, different. What I'm telling you is there are pieces that you still. Don't know. don't know. There are players that they drafted last year that they love. love. I know. That they see every day. But what about that it a, just didn't show up? Okay, so what about a guy like Adrian Amos? Oh no, I think we've seen enough. Okay. So that's a, He's I mean, a good backup. That's a, that's his position of need. And we're talking about two safeties. Right. We're talking about a corner that they need. They can solve that though. Linebackers. The corner, the corner might be solved next week. I know, no, I know, I get that. I'm with you. I'm just adding on. These are the the two. You have two safeties. Okay. A, a corner. 
You, we already talked about the defensive line being front seven is good. Good. I'll take okay. another. Hey, Cleveland, take Mitchell. San Francisco, take Kaiser. Since you all said he killed the interview, take him. Take him. Oh, you really want Garrett? Take him. Right? If those two quarterbacks go one-two, man, that would be the fastest pick in the history. History. Uh, Ryan Pace would take about 30 seconds. Um, You'll see the commissioner will leave. He'd come right back. Take a picture with the second pick. I already know what's coming. He'll have the car given to him like, okay. With the jersey already <laughs> ready. Can y'all give me that Bears jersey, please? And You'll see the pick is in like 30 seconds left. Oh. Leonard Floyd, Miles Garrett, let's go. Do you worry um, about Danny Trevathan moving forward? No. No. You know why? Why? Because he has depth behind him. Injury, not to the, not to the same – not to the same. Look, Danny Trevathan. Let's be real, man. He wasn't Von Miller. Dude. No, he wasn't Von Miller. I mean, I'm just. I'm. I'm not talking about that. Jarrell Freeman about... and De- and Danny Trevathan were moves to make the defense and they did better instantly. They did that. They did that. Three years down the line, I don't think his deal is even constructed for him to be that type of player. Three years down the line, no. it's very much okay if we draft right. We'll have a guy ready to take his spot. Jarrell Freeman, Trevathan, they make your defense better right now because we know the linebacker situation with the Chicago Bears the previous five years was questionable. That's even going back to the end of the Erlacher Briggs situation. I mean, they had lost it. It's true. They had lost it. So, I mean. Which is, you know, I think it's. All right. I'll give you that. You won that one. There are needs, though. Trubisky. What? Kenny Urban. I don't know what Kenny Urban. Kenny. Whatever you have. What if, what, whatever you were eating this morning. Whatever you put on your omelet. Whatever it is. No. He must be a UNC grad. You must be. No, we're not doing Trubisky. Mitchell. Okay? Did no. You, did you see that bowl game against Stanford? What? He's only had like 15 starts. Come on, man. No, we're not doing it. Not at three. Get your quarterback in the second round. Uh, we had a couple of guys chime in and say Tony Romo. No. No. We can't do Tony either. Love him to death. Stop. This this is where you start to see desperation in the fan base. Calm down. Not You're not a championship team. Enjoy the progress. And stop reaching for a quarterback for a quarterback right now, or don't go out and spend money right now where you can go get the difference makers and true difference makers and free agency next year when they exist. You have to know when the right time is to go for it. And Ryan Pace is not going. We're to still see, in development he's, stages. He's he's not going to. He's not reaching because he understands. He's done that already. He did that in his first draft. He reached for Kevin White. Michael Noel said, what about Josh Dobbs? I'll tell you one thing about oh, listen, Josh Dobbs. Listen. The dude has a degree in aerospace engineering. Listen. Yes. That that tells me I know he's smart. He, he's one of the guys that – I know he's he, pretty bright. I, I liked what he, I liked watching – A little bit inaccurate at times. Yeah. But I he like him. He's the fastest quarterback, right? Was he? I think so. I think he ran a 4-6-2. Four, four, 
if not the fastest, he was up there. But one of the fastest. He's a once again two two year project type guy. He's on the same level with Brad Kaya, without the passing ability and the big arm. He ran of Brad a four Kaya. six four. Four six four. Yeah. Four six four for big our guy Josh and fast Dobbs. Enough. And they said just his in his mechanics and drills though were his sharp release and man I, I like I love watching yeah. him. Stefan Roke out there said that uh, Mike Glennon is better better than what? Better than what? Better than what? I'm not giving 14 million to Mike Glennon. 14 for million for multiple years. Stop, man. I, I'd st- Once again, stop reaching. Give me 12 stop. million. For, stop. Give me 12 million stop. for Jay Cutler. I'd rather have him than Glennon. I would deal with Mitchell Trubisky over giving 14 million to Mike Glennon. I'm not giving Glennon. It's not happening. Stop. It's not happening. He's not the quarterback for the future. He's not elevating your team. He's not elevating any players on We're that reaching. offense. Bears fans, stop, stop reaching. Stop reaching. Reaching. That's reaching with five fouls. Yeah. Like, coach is really going to look like, at dude, you like, what stop. are you doing? Stop. Why? Sean, I'm, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. <laughs> Bring back Jim Miller. <laughs> hey, Jim Miller is one of the only uh, other guys to go and take us to the playoffs besides Jay Cutler. <laughs> I mean, that's the way we look at it. Down in distance, once again, right here, WGN Radio, WGNRadio.com. One of the funny things, when we really talk about the Bears situation, Ryan Pace is looking at free agency. Negotiations begin tomorrow, right? This is the last day to combine. Teams can officially start talking to players tomorrow. And then the signing starts on the 8th, where yeah. you can actually sign that paper. I think so, yes. Put that John Hancock on some paper. And uh, I don't know. Do you expect – most people expect the Bears to be very aggressive. They were quietly aggressive last year, right? They made offers to Jenkins. They made offers to Josh Norman that we later found out. So they went after the big names. Not as many big names, right? Jermaine Johnson actually got tagged by the Rams. Stephon Gilmore is unrestricted. He's linked to Chicago Bears. Micah Hyde. Micah Hyde made a big play in a playoff game against a huge play. In the playoff game, picking off Dak Prescott in the red zone for the Green Bay Packers. Um, you know what? That would be a nice depth pickup, versatility. If you get him at the right price. What we're not more than we're talking anywhere between what eight and nine, ten. Yeah. Why not? I'm just trying to think of how this. I don't think the Bears are going to be. Well, there's not. You've already said it. There, there, there. There's not a lot of the star, star power, but there are guys that can make your your team better. So, yeah, I think they're going to be okay with spending money, but I think they're going to be smart about it. Who would you rather have, Gilmore or AJ Boye? I like Boye though for some reason. Longer, yeah. more athletic. Yeah, younger. Yeah, he's definitely younger than Stephon Gilmore. So Stephon Gilmore was there with Alshon. So yeah, that's I think this is Boye's what second. I think so. Second so, yeah. year, third year. Why not? Yeah, probably at a good price too. I'm just thinking about younger. If you're trying to build this organization from the bottom up, or you're trying to build and create some type of stability, 
look, the Bears are going to draft the safety. Yes. When? And it doesn't matter what, when they get him. If they get him within the first three rounds, he's probably going to be pretty decent because the depth at that position is crazy. It's there. It's, I mean, it's absolutely insane. Josh Jones from North Carolina State is another guy. I think he ran like a 4-4 today. Crazy. As a 230-pound safety. That's insane. Nobody has him in their top two rounds mock drafts. So what do you do? You're Ryan Pace. Start time. It's time to start getting on that phone. And, and Ricardo Alamon or Elman said that Aboya would command big bucks. I mean, we, we talked about this. Big bucks is what, 13, 12, 13 million? I think less. He's not that. getting. See, this is the problem. He's I, not getting Josh Norman money. He's not. He's not. I think the number for quarterbacks when we looked at the franchise tag was right around. Safety was right around 11 12, it's right around what Eric Berry got, yeah. which is about 13. So I think Cornerback be... was about 15. A.J. Boye is not getting 15. No. He's not. So I think it's you're, you could probably get him for a good price. You maybe get him at 11, 12. To Unless, me, it's, that's worth it, See, though. this is the problem. You don't. You have options as the Bears. If somebody wants to get ridiculous and give him 15 million, go ahead. They made their offer to Josh Norman last year. The Redskins came in and said, hey, we'll give you this. All right. Here we go. Here you go. Bye. We got to move on. They gave him years and money. Bears weren't going to do that. That just shows you Ryan Pace, he's going to be aggressive. He's going to be fair, but he's going to be fair based upon their plan. Yeah. He said there's a bunch of scenarios. And he's not going to go outside the budget or the plan that he has long term for this team. So, yeah, Boye might cost you a little bit. But considering if you give up twelve, thirteen million for him, I don't, I don't see. Hey, this is the NFL. No guaranteed money. Just no, no. You you better get it how you get it. Yeah, give him a nice signing bonus. Let the cap hit be less as the years go on, and you roll with it. Dizzle man, I appreciate no, man, you, bro. Look, if, look, Fuller's not playing safety for this team. Stop. Stop. He's not. <laughs> He's not. That project never worked out. Yeah, and Tony Terry just hit us up. Josh Jones, the safety from uh, North Carolina State, fast, big time hitter, ran four four one. Second run four 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 two twenty. Dang, that look the depth it's at the moving. safety. They safety gets safety defensive back at large is an A plus in this draft and in this combine. Get I'm it. telling you, well, not- if you have not watched the combine because you thought it was boring, go watch the covers today. Hit your DVR right now. I don't care if you direct TV, Xfinity, get the combat, app. whatever you get, get the, the app. app. Go to NFL.com. They have all of the segments to the right. You can hit the segment that's already been played and go backtrack. All the access you need. Watch today. They put on a show today from 40s to drills and then prime time on the sideline with Mayock is gold. I love it. It's gold. Shout out to Greg Olson getting his shine dude, with Steve dude, Smith. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Got like a nice little future. I'm like, okay. I see you, G.O. see you, G.O. With the, you know, you can put the. G.O. probably has about another five years in him, you think? Dude, stop. He, I don't know. He said he want to keep dude, going. He Jason, said he, dude, Jason Witten at snail speed is still I know. putting in work in Dallas. I, I know Greg Olson. I don't know Olson. how long he could keep going for. What do you think? 
Could you be Jason Witten in a a race right now? Yes. Yeah. I beat him. I might beat him running backwards. So you know Shannon Sharp challenged him. He did? Yeah. Shannon's Jason Witten said he would get him. Oh, no way. That's what he said. No. Shannon said, I'll race you in these dress shoes. Dust him. He would dust him in dress shoes, fam. I think I could beat Jason Witten. I'm just gonna be honest. I've seen you, bro. I'm just gonna be honest. I've seen you. Have you seen this get off? This dude is crazy. I gotta go, Let's bro. Get off is reverse. I gotta get to my other job, bro. Hey, we, you know how we do it. Down the distance, my man Sean Davis, SD2 Mike's on Twitter. I'm at Peyton Sun on Twitter, P A Y T O N S U N. It's down in distance, D A D Pod on Twitter as well. Hit us up. Hit us Find up. us. Let us know. Continue talking on the blog. We'll chime in and look at your comments later in the day. Who who do you want the Bears to take at three? Do you want them to trade back? Let's keep the conversation going. We have to keep it going. Let's go. It's the Arena Shot, baby. ArenaShot.com. That's it. Hey. As always, we were here. Now we're gone. Peace. Peace.